Hello, this is the Hot Jollof Podcast. I was speaking to someone recently who contended that the Nigerian music industry is egalitarian, that is a free market where people with talent can come and excel, as it were. I don't think many people understand that this is not true. And um, I, I would assume that many people think this way and end up getting the shock of their lives when they can't seem to find a way into the music industry or the main music market, as it were on their own with talent and all of that stuff. And I think it's because of a lack of information as to what truly obtains in the music industry. As you now know, it is not true that you can just go into the music market with your talent and that's all you need to blow. It's not true. There is an industry of writers, critics, dancers, promoters, A&R persons, influencers who form the ecosystem of the Nigerian music industry. And um, if you're not a part of that culture, I think it would be a very hard one blowing in the sense of the word. I don't know what else to say as far that. Because your music only goes as far as your team can push you. Check people like Omale, Rema, Joe Boy, Fireboy. It's all teamwork these days in the Nigerian music industry. It's not as it used to be. But this wasn't always the case because something like 15 years ago, the market was very much open to people with talent and little resources, even no resources, just make very good records and people would fuck with your sound and there you are, a superstar. There was a boom of one-hit wonders during that era too, one hit songs that they'd sing and you'd not hear from them again all that stuff. I think I got the idea of this from the last episode where I did with Shontero's um, um, read song, something like that, yeah. So this is the purpose of this podcast. Um, we'll be looking at songs that Hot Jollof consider one hit songs that no other songs from the artist compares to in range, reach, or star power or rotation and all that stuff so the criteria for making this list has to be the range of these artists from their relative obscurity to stardom the popularity of the song their relevance to nigerian music industry and of course the the fact that none other of their records match the particular song as per you know what i mean now so that's what I would be discussing today with Hot Jollof. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Um, number 10 song for me on this list would be Pauses. Pause. So I'm saying pauses because it's their song. So Pause, Sote. Anybody who has heard a band song in Nigeria knows Pause. If you have been paying attention to the Nigerian music industry for a while, like myself, I know you would know Pulse. Is there anybody who doesn't know Pulse? Maybe a few people don't. But at least you know DJ Switch, the lady who filmed that um, Lekki Massacre. She was a part of Pulse. I think that was her first exposure to the Nigerian music industry, as it were, before she went for X Factor under the moniker of DJ Switch. Uh, she was a part of the band Pulse, and they made that hit song back in the day, Sote. Why this song is so far down my list is the fact that it was released under Kenny's, and Kenny's were a powerhouse as at that time. 
I mean, and the fact that they even won Star Quest that period goes to show just how much popular they already were before the song came out. But why this song is also on my list is the fact that they did not have any other song that comes close to this song in reach and popularity. It's like a one-hit song. Yes, I, I would say it. it's a one-hit song. They don't have any other song that comes close to this song in popularity and reach. So, number 10, pause. So, the song was big. I'm not going to lie. They even had Buster Rhymes on the remix of this song. You know how big you have to be to get somebody like Buster Rhymes in 2008, 2009 to be on your song. And um, as a Nigerian artist, of course, it was a lot of work, but they pulled it off and, bruh, no follow-up. It was mad, man. It was mad because they could have done so much more with what they had going at the time. Number nine song for me on this list would be AY.com, Pass Me Your Love. I love this song. I love this song. This is one of those songs that, I don't know, I couldn't get off my head when it came out, when I was listening to it. And for the fact that this guy just dipped after this song is annoying to me on so many levels. Because this was this was somebody that could have done a lot of music. I think he yielded too easily to Terry G. Because I heard that during that period, they were arguing over ownership of the song. Because Terry G was performing the song on shows. And Terry G was a featured artist on the song. So it was kind of that trouble. I think industry politics got to play with it. But the fact that Terry G was also relatively well known as at the time the song came out. So, uh, yes... I think industry politics played with it, and AY.com doesn't have uh, another song that is as big as, or as, even in the sphere of collection, I don't think I know any other AY.com song. So this was that song from AY.com. That was it for me. AY.com, Pass Me Your Love. Terry also launched his career off with this song because I think the first song he had was a blues kind of song, and this was the first time he was floating with the character of that Raz mad guy who had talent before he released them, Free Madness, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and the album, and boom, that Terry G stuff era. It was this song. This was the first song that introduced him with that character to everybody. So, here I come, pass me your love, number nine most, or number nine on my list of one-hit songs. Number eight song for me on this list is um, Bijanu's Shayo. Look, why this song is so low on this list, regardless of the fact that it is very popular, because many people know this song from the fact that it was one of those first videos that were shot on quality cameras and all that stuff. I think it's low on this list because Shaman produced the song. If you have been paying attention, like I said, to Nigerian music for quite some time, you'd know Shaman. If you have heard um, David O and uh, Kiss Daniel One Ticket, that house they used in the video, that's Shaman's house. Shaman is not a child in the industry. So to get, it's like getting on a SARS track and SARS song and doing, you know what I'm trying to say, just get get the idea of it. So he, it was not a fluke. There were industry players in it. So, but... 
as it is, as it is, it, it, it is one of those songs that would have needed a follow-up from the artist because it was a big boy's art anthem at the time it came out, and I wouldn't say he was unknown because he has famous cousins in the industry to begin, of course. And um, all of that kind of played into the fact that the song was very big, but there was no follow-up to it. And that's why I think it's a one-hit song, and that's why it's on this list. Number seven song for me on this list would be DJ Z's Focusibe. This is one song that led to the mainstream mean use of um, Yoruba lingo in Nigerian music industry. It came out at the time, I think at the same time, Nice was popping. So it kind of was popping with Nice at the time. And DJ Z's, I think he was a DJ at the time he made this song, London Fresh Boy and all that stuff. So it was popping, was mad, was massive. But there was no follow-up to the song. If anybody who knows the Nigerian music industry were asked to mention a DJ Z song, I bet 10 over 10 people would mention Fokasibe because we don't know any other song DJ Z sang. And I think it's a very terrible thing to do because how come these people just make one song and they dip? I thank God the Nigerian music industry is trying to arrange that now with the use of um, EPs and bodies of work and all that stuff. It's very impressive that we have evolved to that stage because, I mean, would expect something more from you after you make, make such a banger that is popping everywhere on radio, clubs, people's phones at, at the time, parties, then you just dip. Nobody hears from you again. It's mad, annoying. Please, don't do that. Don't be a one-hit wonder. Number six song for me on this list is Soul E with Soli Baba Day. I heard Soli Baba is now um, a prophet. I don't know how true it is. I have not confirmed, but I heard he's now a prophet. And good for him because if he were me too, I would, I would be fucked up. I mean, you had one of the biggest songs in Nigerian history. That's like the 2010s. No, the 20s because, what am I saying? The nuts. That is from 2000-2010. Soli Baba had one of the biggest records with this song. This is the OG chill song. Back in the days, Nigerian music was very, very up-tempo. And this song was one of those songs that kind of slowed things down to a mid-tempo level. You understand? And it got rotation. It got big plays. Even had him on Two Faces' album. It'd be like, say, he was that guy at the beginning of a song. But then the man just dipped. Why do they dip? I don't know. They just... Go off reader, you don't hear from them and all that stuff and it's it's crazy because Soli Baba is a song that you would still hear today and would still be relevant. It's not as if the production was that top notch or anything, but you just get the feeling that okay, this is a good song. It was good. And he could have made another song as good as it because he was a good artist. But then the man went and got married and that was the last time we heard of Soli Baba. Very annoying something. I don't like when you do that. Go and get married and stop making music. Two Face didn't get married. Davido hasn't gotten married. But Davido Davido Whiskey 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 hasn't gotten married. I don't think if you want to get married, you should get married and still make quality music for us because don't do that to us please. We like your music and we like you. Number five. I have original stereo man, Equi. 
I mean, this is a staple in Nigerian culture, Nigerian music history. Nobody who was alive at the time would say they don't know Stereo Man Ekwe, except your mother used to lock you in the room and leave you there for days, and you don't come out at all. There's no way you wouldn't have heard it. It's a generational song. Everybody from my generation knows that song. Not only my generation, the generation before me, the generation immediately after me know that song. It was a very big song at the time, but why it is so high up my list is the fact that I believe the artist would have made another song on this level if it were not for the fact that he went to jail. I think that jail time he did kind of killed the boss he was building from this song. I think he went to jail for murder, killed somebody. I'm not sure. I don't know. But that was what I heard at the time. And that is what I am thinking happened. Shukbo, so... Everybody knew that song, man. Big song. I don't know what happened. Apart from the fact that he went to jail. I think he could have still made some other songs even from jail. They would have published the songs and still get him. Anyway, Sha, that's how he chose to do the thing. That's his problem and that's our problem too because we would have expected better songs and even more songs on that level from him. Unfortunately, we couldn't. So that's a one-hit song, Stereo Man Ikwe. Number four song for me on my list is DB Collabo. See, this has to be one of those songs you had to be alive at the time it came out to understand. The production is not there, and it's not one of the songs that would get a pass in this generation of musicmanship. But at the time it came out, it was very relevant because it was true to the culture of that era. Very oppy, very house kind of music. You something that you'd enjoy, heated parties, sweaty parties at with this kind of music. So then the man did not make another music. Even if he made another music, I don't think the promotion he did for the other songs was anywhere near this song. Because this song was good. Your aunties were rocking to it, your uncles were rocking to it, your daddies, your mommies, everybody was rocking to it. Then I don't know why the man didn't make another song. You should have. So if you know DB, if you know where he's at right now, let us know that kind of stuff. So yeah. Number three song for me on this list is Slide Banana. I love this song because it shifted Afropop in a way. If you haven't paid attention, you wouldn't understand what I'm trying to say. But this song from Slide moved Nigerian music from what it used to be under Kenny's to a more youthful, invigorated kind of way of making music. It was one of those first Afro-pop songs that got it. But then nobody knows where Slide is anymore. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, your party wasn't lit. Your party wasn't popping if this song was not on rotation back then. Everybody I knew was popping this song, even on their phones, their room, their everywhere, Babin saloons. Those people pushing trucks in Lagos back then with um, televisions and cassettes, we were all playing this song. Man had Prime Timaya on the song. Prime Timaya is like Peruzzi of these days. If you have them on your song, it's like tax, stimulus package. You know, you are boosting, you are boosting your views. Then the man made this song and did the remix with um, Timaya and he stopped making music. 
if he didn't stop making music, I don't know. I haven't heard a song from him since then. And I would love to hear from him again, but that's it. I don't know. I don't know why they do that. Sly like did it. Everybody on this list has done it. And they should be ashamed of themselves because they shouldn't do it to us. They should give us quality music. That's number three, Slide, Banana. Number two song for me on this list, surprisingly, because this person is a very big artist, name-wise in the industry, is Weird MC's Ijuya. Yes, it's surprising that you'd hear that because you'd want to assume you know many Weird MC songs because it's Weird MC. Everybody knows Weird MC, but it's really funny when you think of it that the only song you know from Weird MC is Ijuya. No other song. You can't think of any other song. Except you go and search. You can't think of any other Weird MC song. And it's it's strange because we would expect more from somebody who pioneered a a type of dancehall Afrobeats mix. You get it was it was back in the day when Don Jazzy was just coming back from um, London with um, JJC skills and he produced the song of the kind of house music that was available in the UK at the time. So it sounded something like reggaeton, dancehall, with um, the infusing of Afrobeats. Uh, it was very catchy, very big, very massive, good promotion on the song. But that was the, that, that's the only Weird MC song I can think of. And it's very shocking because she's a very big name in the industry. There's nobody who doesn't give props to Weird MC as an artist in the industry. And the fact that that is the only song that we can think of makes her a one hit wonder in my opinion not too many like her though because big 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 well that's what i think no said if she can still pop today it would be great i mean gives us something to reminisce on our youthful what am i saying youthful our childhood because we're not youth there we're very children like uh, that was a, that was a long time ago some 20 years ago a long time ago big song big song big song but i can't think of any other song i'm trying to think that's why i'm momming i'm trying to think of any other song so i can take this off this list but apparently it stays at number two let them see number one song for me on my list today it's a song that i hold dear to my heart and it even hurts me that this person is on my list because this person should not be on any list except good lists Note that this is not a negative episode. This is an episode that the only thing negative about this episode is that I have a very, very, very terrible toothache. And it was the reason I didn't do this episode yesterday. And I did it today. That kind of thing. And I'm trying hard to speak through the ache. But that's not any of your businesses because. Okay, it should be your business because if I don't make episodes for you, what would you enjoy? From Hot Jollof. So, but Judy made Kuchi Kuchi. Yes, number one. Judy made Kuchi Kuchi. It was a time when Tiwa Savage was also out with um, Love Me. I love me, love me, love me, love So Judy made Kuchi Kuchi, and what happened? Did she. Judy was, Judy was proper big when Kuchi Kuchi came out. And I think the song is number one on my list because of how good the song is. I have nothing bad to say about this song except the fact that I can't think of another Jody song apart from Kuchi Kuchi. And it hurts me. So if Judy would come out today and say, okay, Daffy, because of you, I heard your podcast and I want to 
make another music. Please let me know when Jody releases a song. I would amplify it as much as I can because, come on, it's Jody, everybody's lover. It's not everybody's lover, Sha, but I, I liked her. I liked her back then. I liked her, yes, I liked her back then. So, as exciting as I wanted this episode to be, I would apologize for uh, the effect some sort. It was not, it's not intentional. It's just me trying to speak through this toothache. And I hope to be better next week for a better episode. So if you enjoyed this episode and you're listening on any platform, you can subscribe, follow, like, and share with your friends. Stay with Hold Your Love. We have exciting content coming through. And I think we should start a YouTube channel. Yes, I think we should start a YouTube channel. I'll, I'll see to that. I'll see to that. So we can interact even visually as we interact orally and make good stuff. So that's all for the episode for today. Do have a lovely week. Happy Father's Day to those who are fathers. And see you again. Ciao. <laughs>